2: The Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello, welcome to The Scummy Mummies Podcast. I'm Annie Gibson. You are, and I'm Helen Thorne. And we have a returning guest. It is, of course... Say your name. She, oh, sorry, Stuart yeah. Goldsmith. <laughs> He's I, a professional podcaster, a terrible, ladies and gentlemen. What is your name?
1: I have a habit of jumping in over people's introductions, and I was, trying, I was trying not to do it, because I thought you were going to introduce me, and now I feel like a, like a fool.
2: Yeah, you failed already at the first time. <laughs> I'm heard so on.
1: bad at returning to podcasts, man.
2: Oh. oh Welcome, Stuart Goldsmith. Comedian, actor, podcaster, and now, father.
1: Yes, thank you very much. I was busy tripping over actor. God, not for years, but yes, definitely yeah, father.
2: You were in, we talked about the last podcast you were in that oh a kids space thing man, yes and that was,
1: that was your lot yeah yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah I did that can, can you just
0: briefly trust. mention this because if you haven't listened to uh, Stuart's podcast do it pause and go back but you were a hottie on a BBC show is that right <laughs> you don't have <laughs> yeah. to use the past tense in
1: such a I was <laughs> no right. she's absolutely right oh, he's I was awesome a hottie oh. <laughs> and oh, I was
0: on a... I'm so glad it's audio that's I all I'm saying
1: I a robot man in the future with a metal arm oh <laughs> I
0: was going to say something
1: it was my dream job, and I loved it. And then it explode. I ran. A, I ran down a metal corridor with explosions going off and stuff. It was absolutely brilliant, and it sank without trace. And uh, I have nothing but very happy memories of it. Oh, oh.
2: Um, and a sort of even bigger career highlight, I would say, is <laughs> you were the first non-parent we ever had on the Scummy Mummies podcast. Yeah, I you
1: know, man. And I think my my whole angle there, as I recall, was I'm a really committed godparent.
2: Like, I'm a seriously <laughs> you like, you so know, I've much.
1: done I've done nappies and stuff. I yeah. you know oh. what I mean. I was an involved. A lot of Bible
2: readings. A lot of doing doing that. That.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, okay, I was a committed. What do they call them? I think in the Quaker religion, you're called an art parent rather than a godparent. Oh! Which I love the idea of taking the god out of godparenting, but um, I, I don't think you should replace it with art. I think that's a little bit pretentious.
2: Anything you replace with art is going to yeah. sound wanky. I can't remember if we talked about this before because I've got two godchildren, but their dad it doesn't like having the god element. Sure in there. So nobody really knows we don't really know what to call me. So we just call me their godmother behind his back. Yeah that woman's back. Yeah, Yeah. that woman who comes around with the book tokens twice a year. Yeah. She's back.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was I was here as a as a non parent and now I am a parent of a two and a half year old and I have a zero year old on the way in October.
2: Oh congratulations. The boys can swim.
1: (laughs) But the, can they the boys I mean both times wow. first try sorry oh, there it is back
0: of the net I'm mean, i
1: I'm not a blokey bloke and that isn't the sort of thing that I would normally say but it is the only one of those that I would say fours Four. like
0: grapefruit we
1: had sex and I went you're pregnant now
0: and she went, shut
2: <laughs> up and I went no I, I genuinely think you're pregnant you, you
0: need like a bell that you ring <laughs> ding ling ling
2: ling done yes <laughs> yes but I mean as I like to say to my husband of course Stuart you'll never really know for sure if they're yours <laughs> not for sure not 100% no you? don't
1: worry no absolutely not, not with a certainty no, but, no uh, not the, like we know because the they came man. out of
2: us, yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. a Absolutely little thought right. to you for you to get you through the rest of the pregnancy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so,
2: so, um, be I want you to be completely honest is because you were very excited about being a dad, you're very keen to yes. get on with it, get get her knocked up with your enormous grapefruit like testicles. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you were, you were very into the whole idea yes. of fatherhood. Has it lived up to your expectations?
0: Oh,
1: god, um, I was an I I love him so much. There's a but I coming. was an idiot to think that I don't know what I thought about I didn't I never thought it would be easy. But mm. the first 18 months were the hardest thing in my life and I've been to fucking circus school. <laughs> You've heard it first here. It was it was so hard and I am I I over the last six months I have become aware that I um, over that bit, and I feel like not just about getting your life back. I feel like I've got i myself. I felt like I exploded. There is um well, I mean that's how we is, go. Into <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a particular baddie in the Marvel universe who's not in any of the films, but a comic book. He's called Nitro, and his power is he explodes all of his molecules. He's like a human explosion, and then reassembles himself. And I felt that had happened to my personality, and now I am reassembled and I'm okay again. But fuck me. I found it so, so hard. I found it so hard. I found the, the pressure on the relationship of this baby, like a huge rock, pressing down on all this, the careful strata of our relationship, crushing all the... Uh, you know, it was... At the same time, I'd just moved out of London to Bristol, so I felt kind of remote from a lot of my friends. Mm. And, um, and uh, it, it was blindingly difficult and made me really sad and angry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean no. I, I mean, I said I don't, be
2: honest. Let's... I don't. I don't
1: want. Well, I've I've mentioned this before on um, on uh, the Ollie Man podcast, the Modern Man, and and I got some very nice emails as a result of talking about it there, which made me think. No, I was right. To talk about how hard it was. I hmm. cannot tell you how hmm. in love with and besotted with this child I am, but certainly as a dad, I was jealous of the breastfeeding intimacy thing that he that his mum and him had. I I felt. Um, I just sort of felt a bit outside of it, mm. you know? And I and I, I felt like I'm just... Get, I'm terrible with no sleep. That was the thing that used to scare me about the idea. I knew I wanted kids, but I was like, I need eight hours a night or I get depressed. Well, guess what? I got depressed because mm. I just didn't have enough sleep. And, um, and it just was all really, really hard. And I think every time I, I feel terrible saying it, but every time I, I say... It was incredibly hard. I feel like there might be another new dad going, oh, is it okay for it to be really hard? Because and, yeah, really and, hard. and I'm a bloke. I don't, We don't talk to each other about stuff. I don't have like a a, a gang of other... All the NCT dads were having a whale of a time. And I was like... Oh, I were they though? Or was well, it
2: behind closed doors? Yeah, you know? maybe,
1: maybe. And my, my best friend had a child the same, uh, a similar time as me. And I only realise now that he does not talk about his emotions. We have, you know, we are close and we have... We're very close and we have big ranging chats about business and life and and lateral thinking and solutions to problems. What we don't do is open our hearts to each other. Mm. And I needed someone to... Another man to hug and go fucking hell is hard, you know. Did
2: you did you find one?
1: Eventually, yes. Oh, yes. But but he's been down the track. Uh, he he's the parent of my godchildren. He's the father right. of my godchildren. So this was all like his initial reaction was ha ha. See, you know. And then when it happened, <laughs> I think when did, it became
0: did he you <laughs> yeah, take, yeah. take yeah. that. I,
1: I think when it became clear that I was like, and you know, it, it took me. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't mooning around going I'm depressed. It's now I can look back at it and go that was so hard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um
1: well, when
2: you're in it, I think sometimes it's quite hard to see outside of it, isn't it? So you Absolutely. can't see yourself from a distance and go So you don't oh. have the room or the space to come and go, Oh my god, this is really tired but also maybe it's temporary or maybe it's
1: Yes, whereas now I'm so looking forward to the birth of the second one because uh, the second one, as we shall be calling her. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm Number so two. looking forward to that because I'm, I feel like I'm going into it now knowing that it's going to be hard and I'm ready and I'm sure it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, fine. I'm the same optimistic twat. Sure, to have.
2: it's <laughs> the same. Having yeah, yeah, two yeah. children, well, it's the same.
1: Oh God, oh God, I cannot yeah. imagine. I, this blew me. I only thought about this a month ago. I thought, I cannot imagine looking back at the last two years as relatively easy. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will, but I can't. I can't imagine it. No no,
0: no, no, no. And but you, you do. You will. That is a guarantee. When when you're trying to get two kids ready, and the baby screaming and you're breastfeeding, and your potty training the toddler and they've just shat themselves and the carter man's knocked on the door and then you've car fancy yeah. well <laughs> things are door. looking up in the thorn house.
1: <laughs> we live in Bristol so we simply forage
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah but you just survive and I'm now at, like my kids are nine and seven and it's and it's, it's like this golden time oh. they dress themselves you can have they read like they, all these lovely 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 things but then I will look back you know something will pop up on Facebook with my baby and my toddler And I will weep for those times that I held them in my arms and they fell asleep. So it's it's always a different thing. But that that is, it's so good to hear you talk about it because Mm. that mum rage or that dad rage that you get. I heard
1: you talk about mum rage on the podcast. I
0: just testified. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we—I've uh, well, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. We used to have this rule: is that anything you said before six was just deleted. Like there'll be times oh, like at three a.m. good. Three a.m. Where I just go diplomatic. To go, fuck you, you fucking cunt! Just get the fucking nappies, and I just like all the swears and yeah. so much hatred towards my husband and then I knew but you're just gonna go to work and I'm just stuck in with all this shit and then and then you know it get to nine AM and go and have a lovely day at work. Yes, you know, like yeah, and yeah. it was like you know, like in um, um and Coyote and and um you know when they clock out and then they're just friends again.
2: It that's what Coyote it felt.
1: for a moment I thought that was the names of one of your child. <laughs> <laughs> coyote
2: uh, Coyote, Comet and Dynamite. <laughs> and and Hendrix, yes. of course. Always a Hendrix. Um but rascal yeah. the dog. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, you just you just don't know that you're gonna feel that way towards your partner. But I think it's towards the situation. And, she, not,
1: yeah. and she is literally a saint. She is an ocean <laughs> of calm and she's an incredible mum, and but like if she has one, uh, if she has one weakness as a mother, it's not realising how brilliant she is. Which uh, yeah. you know, of course, everyone I'm sure has that. She'd be a psychopath. But she—that's
2: um, horseshit. That's like people at job interviews going, "What's your what's oh, what No, 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 man. No. Oh, well, oh, listen, I'm just I'm just too organised. <laughs> when we
1: when we when he was a tiny tiny baby, I, I, because we live in Bristol, I'm a travelling stand up comedian. I have to be away all the time. So she had to make the rules and go. look, This is what he does. This right. is the timing. She's very very organised and she's a, a magazine editor so she's all over wow. you know she's very on it um and uh, she I mean, there's a joke from my show but genuinely when we were getting married I briefly used the phrase bridezilla accidentally in the context of I'm not saying you're bridezilla and then she said no I'm organizedzilla and I was like that is a worse monster
0: <laughs> but she is.
1: she's she's organizedzilla And so one of the struggles I had was like, I don't feel like I've got agency in the way we do things. But of course, I realise now. Of course, I don't because I'm fucking off for four days yeah. to go and travel and miss them both, and but get some sleep. And so she has to organise the regime. I meant the regimen, whatever yeah, yes, the yes. regime. <laughs> and she does to organize. Mandarin lessons. <laughs> yes. And when I come home, I have to slot into it. And I go, well, yeah. why don't we be more groovy, relaxed parents with kind of bedtime's a little bit of a Vegas? And she was like, no, you're not here. I have to do this. And she's completely right. And she was, she was and is amazing yeah. at doing. Yeah.
2: I think that's a really good point because i think a lot of us kind of maybe have this idea before we have kids about parenting is hey we're just going to be a great team and it's just going to be partners and we're just going to work it out and that works some of the time for some of the things but there also comes a point with some things where just somebody has to make a decision and it doesn't have to be the woman but yep. if the woman is the one who's having to deal with the shit all of the time Give someone the just job. has to go, this is how we're going to do this yeah. my Why? suggestion
1: that we take turns being captain fell on deaf ears i no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't and I'm aware of I'm a feminist and I'm aware of the mental load. I, mm. I get that and I try to not leave to but you know, I don't plan things. I'm busy planning the income yeah. and the the far reaching, you know, trying to have new I trying to have the ideas that I haven't had yet that are gonna save us financially down the line. You know, so but she will she will do really good. She's organizing it, she will do really good Planning and he does things and I, she's like we're taking him to swimming and I resented it for ages and now I love baby swimming or you know toddler swimming. Mm. Um, so she's I forget what the question was, but she's incredible and I want just, to just know how there. great she is as if that will make up for me being
0: shit. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but no, that makes it. It's such a negotiation thing. And look, you have the NCT and you've got all these things that tell you how to have a baby and then it just spits you out the day after you have a bet and you don't know what you're doing yeah. and no one really tells you how hard it is no one really really no. well hard.
1: that was funny when we would see we'd be walking along with a bump and we'd see someone in the neighbourhood with a one year old in a pram and they'd go oh it's a very special time and then we'd be walking along with a pram and we'd see them with a the kid on a buggy board and they'd go it's fucking hell isn't it <laughs> Well, oh, in, in, many ways, in many ways, thank you for lying. And I will continue to perpetuate that perpetuate that lie when I see people yeah, that's, yeah, that.
2: Yeah, that is that is how the world works. It's worked like that forever. Let's not change <laughs> Let's, that. Yeah, yeah, But I mean, looking back at that, you know, you said that 18 months, that was the, the hardest thing you've ever done. Um, I'm just conscious of maybe someone listening to this, uh, a future dad or a mum, who's kind of thinking, oh, shit, I mean, are there things you wish you'd known then? I, either the thing I, said to you or you'd guessed the or? thing
1: I always say to people is every time I see someone with a kid and we get chatting I always say every decision you're making is the right one you know Aww. you're you're doing brilliantly whatever whatever what, you're
2: giving them jaffa cakes for every male well that is correct
1: for their child <laughs> well, that's they won't correct. get
2: scurvy I mean, <laughs> the yeah. absolutely there's I got, some,
1: up. I got some incredible parenting advice from my friend jenny who is a very funny uh, clown and visual artist and i, I said come on she's because i've known her for years and we hadn't seen each other for a long time she has children much older than mine now and i said what's come on what's your advice and she said surrender mm. just surrender and I'm, like, I'm looking to, like, do I? I don't know if that's advice I can pass on yet. Is that good advice? I don't know. I don't want to, I genuinely don't want to scare anybody. Obviously, it is brilliant. There are incandescent highs. Hmm. And as well, let's, the context of me becoming a parent was I am a feckless stand-up comedian who used to sleep until 10, do whatever I wanted, do the work I wanted, survive on not a great deal of money because all of my money just went into doing more stand-up comedy, travelling, yeah. you know, eating on the road. That was all my expenditure. I'd just go yeah. to places, do shows and go back. Um, and, and so I had further to fall than most you know mm. because I was like my life is set up and easy and it's a giant game of mousetrap that is fun Yeah, and it's just you know I, I, I don't work because all the things I do to make money I enjoy and it's always been like that
2: I can watch Loose Women every day <laughs>
1: <laughs> ironically I used to be the warm up man for Loose Women I know and uh, <laughs> so that is uh, not something that I would watch now <laughs> But given that I don't watch really any telly and I've not really any knowledge about current affairs, I'm much more interested in American politics than UK politics. I say that mm. as if it sort of gets me off the hook for being shit and engaging with British politics. But um the only celebrities I know are and you know, you know, you'll see Take a Break magazine or something. Yeah. And you'll go, Oh, Colleen's in the news again <laughs> yeah, And I'll go, I know that one, she's nice. <laughs> you should get uh, Andrea on Andrea McLean is oh, so is oh
0: I like her yeah. yes
1: well I like her she's foxy
0: oh, oh. <laughs> with Ned at first here I, I was in the lose with her once not like in a toilet but you know oh she passed me great story please keep that in for the final yes.
2: <laughs> what an anecdote great story uh, I've got a to- celebrity toilet story it's a video game celebrity toilet story oh, so even better yeah. um, Hideo Kojima oh Hiyo, yeah nodding The Jima who made the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid series which is a very very famous series of Japanese games <laughs> <She's still laughs> Stuart you're with me though yeah yeah so wait, where's the number on the CD what could they possibly it's the fucking CD incredible <laughs> incredible <laughs> exactly so me and my friend were at an event in America and and uh, we saw Hideo Kojima go into the toilet. So my friend followed him him in so we could piss next to him at the urinal and see his solid snake.
1: Ah! <laughs> Which, so you hid outside under a cardboard box, moving around yes, completely right. invisible <laughs> to everyone.
2: Oh, well, there you go. Mm. I mean, but congratulations, Stuart. on you Thank know, you very much. You know, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're through the first... I'm through the worst bit, A. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: through the first worst bit. You know, I cannot imagine what it's going to be like with two. I just can't imagine it. I mean,
0: it's twice the chaos, but twice the joy. That's what I like to say. That sounds
1: quite hard.
0: (laughs) all get gastro that's when oh, you question yeah. you know, life's choices Ill,
1: being ill he's had breathing difficulties he's been, oh. been rushed to hospital a couple of times the sort of hospital trip where we've not been rushed we've rushed into hospital and they've wait like in the children's a and e bit and they've just gone you you're coming through straight away that's scary you know yeah. breathing difficulties i have asthma i presumably have passed on some element of that to him so i also feel guilty for giving him some rubbish genes, and that has been some of the most frightening time seeing mm. your your baby or your toddler nothing like, else managed, does it yeah. fuck now yeah that's yeah. No but not specifically the medical stuff but generally life is harder now and I'm a much better comedian i've got a lot more to complain about <laughs> i don't know what about. you mean <laughs> i've got a lot more to complain about i've got a much harder life and i and complaining it, it, you know I make a living from complaining in a funny way can't imagine and, what it's
2: like no, and no
1: well there we are and the, you know he makes me happy now and so I'm like don't make me this happy we'll starve <laughs> <laughs> yeah Aww. find the pain find
0: the pain and yeah. then
2: you find the funny and two is obviously sort of more work but also I think it is easier in some respects because you do know a bit more what you're doing and you're maybe a bit less frightened of certain things or a bit less yeah, and, hope so. yeah a bit more relaxed maybe i don't know i mean everyone's different
0: but i i think most things can be solved by haribo a ipad or Calpol. yes this is very
1: much my <laughs> this is very much my parenting style i'm like sort of like you know uh, improvisational yes. parenting i benefit so enormously from all of the things that my wife put in place that were structures that I was like we don't have to do it like this no we always have to yeah. do it like this and now I see other parents who didn't always do it like that yeah. and these kids are all over the place and I'm like oh I benefit enormously from all the things I complained about
2: yes like, well you know
1: he was sleeping she's got terrible insomnia my wife so she desperately needed to get at least two hours sleep a night mm. so he was sleeping in his own room from three months and that I feel like is quite early. Mm. And so that, you know, he's got to, he's always had like a, that's it, bedtime,
2: you're down. But this is it. You've got to do what, what works whatever you. you yeah. yeah.
0: My son slept in our bed for the first nine months uh, and we will slept in another room. And that worked better for us, mm. you know, my, like, yeah. he got, Will slept and we breastfed and we just got through it. And then Hugo and Will swapped and then Hugo slept and yeah. Will came back to the
2: marital, you know, boudoir. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was lovely. And my, my second son was two months early, so I had a thing about his breathing, funnily enough, so oh. he's, and he he wouldn't sleep in the bed with us, so he slept in a cot next to our bed for two years uh, which I don't totally recommend. But again, <laughs> that sort of works. if, 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 if
1: honest, the you know, more if I us. hear about from other from other parents and from our own experience, just do whatever works. Exactly just, right. There's no, there's not really any kids. Whatever mm. works, yeah, is, exactly, is fine. And some just people, get through it.
0: Some people can survive on no sleep. Some people are like, you know. But I know others. It's it's so I was important. Just
1: that... my worst self. Yeah, for a year and a half. I was the worst version of me. Mm. And um and I just went back to being having anxiety and doing lots of kind of going out of the room and doing silent screams in the car on my own. You yeah. know what I mean? Just all the mm. worth bit.
2: Yeah, I don't remember you mentioning that as a as a sort of, you know, imagined vignette when you came on the podcast. Silently screaming. But I knew
1: it was one of those ones where I knew I'm a bit uh, you know, I've had mental health problems for a long time, I've had lots of problems with anxiety, a little bit of depression, but mostly anxiety and recognising after years that oh if I get eight hours sleep a night I tend to be fine yeah. and I would cling to that that's my special thing well you can't have that anymore and that no. terrified me and now great. oh that was a great bit of advice i will a mate of mine has got four kids I said tell me there's some light at the end of the tunnel he said you do eventually get used to being tired <laughs> and and that was not light at the end of the tunnel but now no. I'm like you really do yeah, really you really do you, get you, used to being tired yeah but i don't want to put anyone off it's genuinely
2: yeah bad. but it's great this is we're 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 it done. is all worth it. I don't know. I know lots of people who have hard time, and lots of people have had a harder time than I've had. But nobody says it's not worth it.
1: totally. And and it. the other thing is, there would be no point on me coming on the podcast. That I could just fill up hours and hours and hours of really boring chat about how wonderfully nobody and wants funny to hear you
2: know, done no one want cares. that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. I barely care what gender he is, Stuart. <laughs> 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 I don't want to see any pictures. I don't really know his yet, name. Oh oh good well fatherhood chat done excellent fatherhood yes chat. Thank very you, good Stu. thank you Stuart let's have some podcast chat yeah so your podcast The Comedian's Comedian how many episodes have you done now
1: 251
2: good lord wow so what yeah so what have you learnt over all that time
1: well the show's called The Comedian's Comedian and in it I talk to my fellow comedians in depth about their creative process and I try to really grill them on their vulnerabilities and what they've learned. and all you know really you know, we often get asked as comics you know we often get asked you know where do you get your ideas from and I try to really drill down into that mm. and how do you develop and stuff like that
2: we usually get asked what's wrong with you but uh... <laughs> <laughs> why? why why are you yeah. doing that
1: most of the things I've learnt from it are to do with sounds sappy, but they're to do with mental health, confidence and coping. Hmm. I have also learnt a bunch of little writing, not tricks, I've learnt a good bit of craft, but I think the most important things I've realised are that everyone has imposter syndrome, apart from Jimmy Carr, who's a robot made out of willpower, but (laughs) everyone else has imposter syndrome. Everyone thinks, oh Christ, what am I doing? Everyone has speed wobbles. Everyone has to come up with... Solutions to their own anxieties as a comic you spend a lot of time on your own as a writer of comedy or a writer of anything you necessarily you cannot do it without spending time having a think and trying to think of a funny thing and spending time on your own can for a lot of people be quite a negative spiral of my friend Pete gave me a brilliant strategy Um, uh, when you're writing and you think to yourself like I've just written my eighth hour of stand-up comedy it's it's not finished yet but it's in a good place at the moment and when you sit down to write hour number eight, you can't help but think, how can I possibly do this again? All of those other times must have been luck. Mm. I've run out of things. There's just a litany of negative thoughts about your creativity. And the tip I got from him was, get go to the back of your little notebook, keep a tally chart, keep um, a title, like a heading, or, I can't possibly do this again. And then a different heading might be, I've run out of things to say. And a different heading might be, blah, whatever, whatever. Every time you have one of those thoughts, flip to the back, just put a little tally in there. Yeah, good. Tick. I thought that again. And then go back and get on with it. Mm. And that stops you from ruminating on that negative mm. thing. You just go, okay, I'll, I'll think about that later. And very, qu- good, very quickly, and you, you find like, yourself... Sort of, you, you just, just file it away. Uh, later on, idea. when I'm having a big, awful worry about my creativity, yeah. I can look back. And of course you never do. And yeah. the, the number of tally marks you make is fewer and <clears throat> fewer over the course. It's like, I don't really do it anymore.
0: But, like, so you've, you've had, like, 251 episodes... Uh, have you have you sort of got an end goal or an end insight, or you just want to just keep going and see where it takes um, you?
1: There's no end goal. No, the plan is to do everyone. Yeah, um, and that uh, was
0: like Ellie's twenties. <laughs> ah, <yeah!
1: laughs> uh, looks like we're done here.
0: <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Flushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: <laughs> um, so you've had some amazing guests. I won't ask you who your favourite guests are, because people always ask that. And I, I, honestly, it's like choosing between my children. Absolutely. Obviously, you have a favourite, but I don't want to never say. No, never ever. <laughs> I'm joking, future children listening. <laughs> um, but um, I guess so maybe a better question or an easier question is um, to someone who hasn't heard your podcast before, like how should they get into it? What, what episodes well, would you
1: recommend? Well, um, I, who's a good entry level one? Well, there there a lot of them are, they're very different. If you want technical joke writing, mm. there's a bit in the Gary Delaney episode. Gary Delaney is a brilliant one-liner comic. He's also married to Sarah Menneken, so sort of comedy uh, dynasty, um, but he, there's a bit in the recording of that where he very casually goes, well, I mean, he writes incredible one-liners, and there's a bit where he casually goes, well, obviously, you know, the way to write a one-liner is, just, and he just very casually says, on the way to making another point, he's like, you get the words A and B, and then you put them there, and you get the fulcrum point, and then you make that as close to that as possible, and you could hear that one was recorded before a live audience. You could hear everyone get their bags in. <laughs> what was that, you know? Oh. So, so that's like a big technical one. Right. The, the Adam Bloom one is a big technical one as well. If you want to hear me have an argument about whether or not privilege is a thing with Bill Burr, um, wow. you can, uh, you can yeah. listen to that. Nine minutes of that is uh, cut out and frequently appears on the internet. In, <gasps> we getting enormous YouTube revenue I don't see any of um, under the headlines of, like, Bill Burr destroys male feminists and things like that. I, I wasn't destroyed as far as I'm aware. And I later,
2: don't know that I do need to listen to that. <laughs> but,
1: but, you know, it is. I, I, it'd be great to have him back on because I've got some more things to say to him.
2: Oh, did you think <laughs> but, loads of things after the thing? Well, okay. yeah, I
1: just wasn't. I didn't realise that he had quite such. He has an enormous following amongst men's rights activists. <laughs> and, you know, he is a brilliant comedian. He has an enormous following amongst people who are not men's rights activists. But I didn't realise the extent to which he is championed by kind of almost the alt right. Mm. and uh, and that's I'd love to hear what he says about that I mean later in that episode he kind of disavows the MRAs and yeah. calls them all idiots but they never clip that bit they just put the bit where he it, I, No, so, that, so that's a fascinating one the Jimmy Carr one you see a side of Jimmy Carr that no one ever sees he genuinely is enormously passionate about comedy and a real champion of, of comedy I think the Lee Ridley one is really interesting he uh, performs under the name Lost Voice Guy and won yeah. Britain's Got Talent mm. he was on the show about a year ago I mean, I just could go on. Well, I mean, on on. you've
2: got uh, some exciting episodes coming up, Oh it? yeah, I've
1: got uh, these couple of whores. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, your words, and
2: I have them all there. I <Yeah>. prefer slag. <laughs> <laughs>
1: then
0: that is, you're right. couple of slags coming. couple
2: of slags, couple yeah. of slags
0: yeah. coming up soon. So that's good.
2: So, what are your favourite podcasts? What do you like to listen to? I don't listen to many comedy
1: podcasts because I get enough of that at home, yes. as it were. I know so that I,
2: feeling. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: I listen to NPR Politics, mm-hmm. which is really good fun. Um, I listen to Boar's Gore and Swords which are two American comedians uh, but they're talking about Game of Thrones
2: yes I they like do, a Westworld podcast they
1: do they, they do one called That Doesn't Sound Like Anything To Me oh, which is their good. Westworld podcast which is excellent the other the comedy one that I love is uh, Brian Gittins and Friends okay. which is uh, David Earl brilliant character comic has a character called Brian Gittins who is he was on um Derek Yes. and I would recommend that to anyone I think it's brilliant
2: excellent well, Decoding Westworld is, it was the podcast I like about Westworld what, yeah. what are you listening to Helen? I
0: absolutely love the Greek cast by Carrie Ed Lloyd yes,
2: yes um, and we've better. had her on the show um,
0: amazing yes I, Ellie got me into a podcast called Happier by Gretchen Rubin which is just about tools for getting happier yes
1: I've heard that one yes it's
0: really 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 great and I just love hearing two sisters bang on
1: Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness Jonathan, oh, Jonathan from Queer
2: Eye Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my
1: God. It's great.
2: It's great. (laughs) He's great.
1: You properly spend it, and this is true of it, a lot of heterosexual men... Um, have had the same experience you watch Queer Eye and you go that one with the long hair is a bit much he's just a bit too screaming in camp and then by episode 2 you're like he is my favourite none of the others exist <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he does his own podcast called Getting Curious and the latest guest on that is Helen Zaltzman Oh uh, UK Podcasting's champion yes, Helen the queen. and it is so lovely hearing the glee with which they talk to each other so I oh, that's that's great. It. Oh, and nice. also the Tuck Shop which is uh, comedian Reese Nicholson and his housemates I believe uh, doing episode like commenting on episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race
2: oh, oh yes <laughs> I'm mean, in oh yeah man absolutely yeah but our Love new favourite stuff. podcast have you heard uh, Dear Joan and Jerrica or is it Dear Jerrica and Joan no Dear Joan and Jerrica Dear Joan and Jerrica have you heard no. this so it's by Vicky Pepperdine and Julia Davis okay and um, they play these sort of and they are problem solvers they're agony aunts okay and people write in with these problems and I I I can't even begin to describe it because I'm already going I'm going it's just one of the funniest things it's, ever. Oh, okay. it's
0: really rude really dark is it, are they
1: improvising in character as you describe it? it's
0: so it's so yeah. warm and wonderful to listen to great I'll definitely filthy and naughty and wrong really wrong it is wrong. dark it is uh, we, uh, we love it deeply so it's yeah.
2: great but not one for the kids <laughs> um, no. no anyway now uh, have, you, have you got a game for us today
0: yes I do Ellie uh, the game is called Did They Really Say That Go on. on your podcast I would say we I mean we get to know you but we don't get to know a deep like you don't dissolve What's the word? We, we say I try too much. Not to we Divulge. <laughs> Divulge. Divulge. Yes. Um, I think we've said too much on this podcast over the years. So I was going to. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I've see, heard it. See, yeah. see. Because so,
2: you've listened to some episodes. You? Yeah.
0: So some of these you might know, but some of these, who knows. So I'm going to play a game uh, and I'm going to test Ellie's memory oh, of whether Christ. she said, her or I said these things on the podcast. And you've got to buzz in to say yes or no, this is true.
1: I have to buzz in against Ellie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. How do I buzz in? Do I say just, the word buzz just,
0: just, yeah, yeah, say buzz. What are you going to say, Ellie? Bing. Did one of us on the podcast say they ate giraffe?
2: Yes. Yes. I, I, I have, have eaten Bing. giraffe. Bing. Yes. Yes. Oh, Good. <laughs> that was, that was the, Bing. Bing. That was the wrong expression to say buzz. Was, yes. <laughs> Bing. Pissed out the wall. Bing. Point to me. All right.
1: Glad to see you're as competitive as I am. <laughs> Your whole body language has changed. You're set against me now. Don't touch
0: me. Okay. Uh, did one of us on the podcast admit to having anal sex after too much southern comfort?
1: Buzz, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it was with you, <laughs> Of course you know that one. All right. Did one of us on the podcast admit to
2: winging in the bath as a birthday treat? Bing. <laughs> yes. And for an extra point, I can say it was Helen Thorne, she weed in the bath on her birthday for a treat, and she'd had a barocca, so it takes. Oh, water. <laughs> wow.
1: I'd
0: be happy for you to have that extra point. That's interesting. <laughs> so much detail, so much detail. Did one of us on the podcast admit to meeting Ray Parker Jr. and singing a song to him? Buzz, yes.
2: Yes! Yes! Yeah. Ellie recount I met Ray Parker Jr and um, uh, obviously was talking to him about the Ghostbusters song and I said what, what do you think of the uh, Ghostbusters 2 song which obviously was done by Bobby Brown and not yourself and he went can you sing it and I went if it's up to us we've got to take make it happen, happen. <laughs> right and he was like nobody ever does that
0: <laughs> the
1: ever is the key word <laughs> ever because what that suggests is he says that line to
2: people a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he gets asked that fucking question yeah. by
0: twatty journalists all the time oh,
2: dear.
0: um okay finally and I think you know where this is going one of us did Plus, one of yes. us <laughs> exactly did one of us clap really loudly to cover the sound of her own fart oh that is good <laughs> I'm going to go, yes, it was Ellie. No, it was oh. me. Oh. <laughs> if you could bring that in moment for us now, please. <laughs> so I was talking to my neighbour who happened to be quite a big person at the BBC and I wanted to impress her. Uh, I was talking, but a very loud <laughs> fart just snuck out. And so I just went... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, such it's such a shame this isn't video because the expression on your face when you just did that, <laughs> it was, was, it was like religious
0: ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't even know I don't, why I did oh, it. So I'll just make some additional noises and it'll just sort of blend. Oh, oh God. what
2: a day. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> Clappity-clap-clap, <laughs> go the flanks and we're off to the GGs, off to the races. Oh, yes. Oh, amazing team! Great, anyway. Oh, what a great game. I mean, it wasn't really a game more than than a list yeah. but um, there um, we are I think I won but it was about many things <laughs> I have said so I, I feel like the odds were stacked in my yeah. favour yes. to find yes. winner yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean yeah. I know we've been going five years I thought you know let's 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 Provide some highlights. some greatest hits. Yeah, I like it. Now, uh, have we got a scummy mummy confession to share? Ooh. Have you got, because you mentioned Julia Donaldson earlier. Have you got a thing about Julia Donaldson? Uh,
1: Oh, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's not really a confession. I think half of Julia Donaldson's output is some of the best children's literature there is. And the other half of it, I cannot stand. (gasps) So it's very hard to buy a Donaldson. Because you don't know whether you're going to get the next paper dolls or the next monkey puzzle.
2: You don't like monkey puzzle. I'm, bloody, looking, I'm looking at a copy of monkey puzzle monkey right now. Puzzle. I love like monkey puzzle. Ah. Oh. And,
1: and I tell you what, I, particularly, I'm unsettled by a butterfly with a sort of big human face. With a big it's got, in. But
0: it's got like a, almost like a cock-like nose. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. I think that's why I'm unsettled. He but,
0: doesn't like the I'm cock-like like not nose. I've this book in but, three hours.
1: But <laughs> Paper Dolls is one of the greatest works of literature. I haven't read that
0: one. Oh God, it's have you great. read that one? It no. Has, it
1: has an incredible halfway point. You know, a lot of her stuff halfway through the book you'll suddenly go oh god that's what this is really about mm. you'll work out what it's really about and mm. the one in paper dolls I literally cannot read it without audibly sobbing as I'm reading it what's oh. it about? I, I don't want to tell you I want you to just go on. oh so, it's <laughs> bitcoin it's about bitcoin um, it, it's uh I, I think it's I think it's great um on the subject of things that my kid is into, I do have a sort of quasi-confession. I, okay. don't, I don't know if it's up to the sort of the normal uh, disembowelling uh, ritual. <laughs> Does of this, it involve of this poo? Bit. Yeah. It's, there's no poo yeah. in it, but um, my boy loves Kung Fu Panda and Moana, and I'm so lucky because they're both such great. The Kung Fu Panda franchise and the movie Moana Love them. are Moana just great. great. The bit halfway through Moana when she is learning to sail, and so she ties her hair back you go fuck yes you don't see a Disney princess or equivalent sort of thing tie their hair back roll their sleeve fucking go on Moana yeah so I (laughs) regularly when driving home from a gig at one in the morning when I get to that bit where I'm like the adrenaline from the gig has worn off I'm not a dangerous driver but I'm feeling a bit sleepy I need to change up the podcast listening and wake myself up I regularly will listen to the whole of Moana and Aww. sing along, and, and I will. I'm getting pretty good at the Polynesian in we know, in we know the way. <laughs> and but specifically, yeah. I am Moana bracket song of the ancestors. Yes, I cannot get through that without heaving and crying it's oh. so it is so good a yeah. bit with her granny yes. and then yes. and the, when she realises that the voice isn't out
2: there at all it's inside oh Stop. god Stop. oh god and literally <laughs> I'm, I'm the hair you can oh, see the hair look at a state of beauty don't wet yourselves wonderful. on my sex. <laughs> I,
1: I should say I was always that kind of person pre-Parenthood but now yeah. I am very much very much that kind of person oh. and and he was watching it God this is lovely he was watching it the other day with us we you know, watch it fairly regularly at the moment and at the bit at the very end don't want to spoil anything but there's a bit at the very end where there is a big sailing scene yeah. and me and my wife looked across at the boy and he was tearing up because it is so emotionally powerful it's just a huge narrative resolution and mm. the future and all this stuff it's so powerful. And she just kind of nudged me. Look, look, like that. And we looked across. And he was looking at it. And his eyes were just shining. And he was tearing up at the beauty of it. And I went, he is definitely mine. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's a lovely story. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then
1: everyone pooed everywhere and we were.
2: Oh, excellent. Have you had a confession for us today, Thorne? Uh,
0: I was just thinking, um, oh, I bought Ellie's son's birthday present at a service station excellent <laughs>
1: great work great
0: work uh, I bought your four son cans of Heineken yes <laughs> no. and some screen wash
2: lovely <laughs> that's oh his work. little face oh. that's why you know as
1: auntie screen wash
2: oh. a neck pillow in the shape of a pig and a costellato <laughs> <laughs> um. oh um, and our sons are born eleven days apart, yes. so we have to get them. So, so I bought your son a Lego set, which he already owns. Yes. So we're absolutely naming no. oh, no. the thought and care. Next year, should we just not? No vouchers, just, just cash, just nothing. Oh, just that's uh, yeah. better because it crosses each other out, yeah. doesn't it? Well, there we go. Uh, Snell and the whale. How do you feel about that, Stuart? Don't like it. Do not <gasps> get like out it. of no. my house. Don't like it. I'm going anyway. Anyway, Stuart's doing a show in Edinburgh. Don't know when it is, don't yeah. you? Don't uh, get out of my house. Uh, now, come on, Stuart. Plug your Edinburgh show. Oh, Where sure is thing. it? When is it? What's uh, going it's on? It's called
1: End Of. It's at the Liquid Rooms. It's in a 250-seater venue. So this year, there will probably not be a huge, exciting queue around the block as there was last year. This year, you've really got to come or I'm going to feel so lonely. <laughs> um, so uh, 250 daily, not the 16th, throughout the whole of August. And it is free, but do bring money. You get in for free and you're allowed to leave, and you're allowed to look me in the eye while you leave and not pay. But you will want to pay because it is really good.
2: We're doing some shows, aren't we, Ellie? We are doing some shows. do you guys tell me what shows you're doing? Oh, I'm glad you asked you it. Uh, we're doing Cornwall, mm-hmm. we're doing Manchester, we're doing something. Coalfield, Bromsgrove, we're doing
0: East London. I've got it all planned but we'll be doing a big show to mark five years to the day the live shows of the Scummy Mummies podcast amazing so and that'll be in the London so do Great. come but we will be I doing lo- other-
1: I, I might try to come along to one of those because I love the sound of it having not seen you live from, from the discussion we had on my Comedians Comedian podcast which your listeners might like to download an episode with you talking about how you do the things you do mm. and your secret feelings for each other <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you described the, the live show to me on that, and they sound properly fantastic. I hadn't realised they were as as different as they are. So they contain elements of your podcast, but also loads of other stuff yeah, that, they're just, that, uh, that isn't Really, the only the element
2: of the podcast they contain is the filth. So yeah. if yeah. you like the filth, come yeah. along, come yes. down. Um, our book, as always is... Well, not as always. Currently, our book is still in print. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to this in 2024, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Uh, but yes. uh, you have to go to the British Library to read it. But um, uh, yes, and uh, do follow us on the social media at Scummy Mummies. Yeah, and that's about it. Please rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Uh, we love that, don't we? Yeah. And listen to Stuart's podcast yeah. as well.
2: Anything else you want to plug, Stuart? Where can people find you?
1: Where can they find me? I, I mean, not
2: like not in a, a studio. online. Oh, yeah. What um, is your here, handles?
1: Uh, uh, at ComcomPod for the yeah. Comedians Comedian podcast. Um, you can go to comedianscomedian.com. Uh, uh, what should I be plugging? Oh, I'm not going to plug anything. Uh, you
2: know, fatherhood.
1: Fatherhood. is, is an advert for fatherhood. I highly, If you're thinking about becoming a father, please do do it. Um, I think it'll be good. But if it doesn't work out, don't come crawling to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go, lads. Stuart Goldsmith has spoken. Thank you so much, Stuart. you for amazing. having me. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. you should go you should, we're in our old show we do it still sometimes we do an adult because we were like why should CBeebies be just for kids we do an adult's version
1: oh that's
2: good called yeah. Sexy Babies. yeah that's yeah. bad yeah <laughs> that's so, that's so disgusting
0: and so disgusting Ellie is uh, Iggle Piggle yes and I am Macapaca. I and... know Iggle Piggle
2: oh, what yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. yeah yeah, yeah. I do you know really who you know th- theatre job it's uh-huh. Him. Uh-huh.
2: a him theatre job together
1: we were very nearly in a street before double act on the street but we never got around to it oh my oh. god. but he's, he used to go to my circus school different year to me yeah and um, yeah he's Iggle Piggle I hope he's
2: what does right he need out. to go to circus school for does he does he's fucking stand there and waggle his legs about with his blanket Mate,
1: you do not know what you're talking about listen skin, skin I have work. played
2: Iggle Piggle on that bloody stage for three years
1: skin work is one of the hardest and least work. appreciated disciplines
2: oh. I thought oh. that meant something else uh, in Your the media uh, that's yeah. one of the
1: reasons they work it so hard.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Well, maybe you can give me some tips on improving, improving my Iggle Piggle performance. We should get him on the podcast. Yeah. Does he talk about
1: ah, it? I don't. Do I'm it? Not, yeah. I say he's my mate. I've not spoken to him for years. We got on really well on a theatre oh. job years ago. Oh. Lost touch. I'm sure he'd come on the podcast. Oh. He's a lovely bloke. Well,
2: but we do the that. Blue. We do uh, so We do the blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We do. Everyone likes a bit blue. We do, um, <laughs>